0: On this episode of Amazingly Terrible, we watched Mighty Max Season Two, Episode
1: Three, "Blood of the Dragon." (laughs) Kaliki (laughs) naki hulina.
2: Police navidad. It's the thing to say.
0: Together we are.
2: Amazingly terrible.
0: So I'm David. I'm uh, boogie and Matt.
2: And I'm Derek. Oh, what did you, you get from takeout? Oh man. Yeah. What? What? What are you eating in front of us? Cheesecake. <laughs> Delicious oh. cheesecake. Is that Doordash to you, or like whatever cool service you have there in the
0: civilization? I mean, I no, I I, I Seamless it, which is um, they're owned by Grubhub, so um, essentially the same service. I think they're all kind of the same now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the little
1: companies are bought by the big companies. Well,
0: I was right. just saying a uh,
2: similar, you know, I go on my phone, I punch buttons, food
1: shows up by my house. Mm-hmm. I can't do it, that. My, yeah. My place is like concealed where you can't get to it from. If you take the level to the floor that my, that, that, that my place is on, you can't get to it. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: You have like a secret apartment.
2: So you, you live in a fucking secret lair, is what you're saying. Yeah, like you are yeah. Batman. Like You're behind the fucking waterfall. <laughs> hey, so if you uh, want to drop my grow hub off, just like look for the waterfall and
0: leave it on the rock right by i it. I love the idea of Batman living in a condo.
2: <laughs> he drives through the waterfall just to come out on the other side in a condominium parking lot. Right, yeah. He drives...
0: <laughs> He drives through one of those like big lake water features they do yes, in their, like exactly. townhouse developments. Yeah. <laughs>
2: in the Batmo, the fucking grounds crew is like, God damn it, not again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when, it's like one of those water features where there's like no trees, no plants yeah. anywhere around it. It's just a pit, and they put water just, in it.
2: Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a drainage overflow. It's it's like the shit you used to fish in as a kid because it had sunfish in it. But yeah. Once every three days, Batman drives a fucking Batmobile right through it. Just tears the living (laughs) shit out of the fucking
0: grass. (laughs) And it disappears. Into apartment 4C. Yeah, and (laughs) Bruce Wayne's lights turn on. It's like, Mr.
2: Wayne, Mr. Wayne, you drove through the retention pond again last night. Mr. Wayne, we know you're in there. There's (laughs) muddy footprints going up to the door. Right. Your car is covered in mud and fucking grass.
1: Well,
0: wasn't me Bruce Wayne is probably the guy at the condo who tries to move his couch in like over the uh balcony. Oh, like, yeah, through the, through the
1: patio doors.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah. like the guy
1: who tries to do it himself. Uh, yeah. I, I like the idea but, of boys and ivy finding out where he lives and growing plants on his property just to get him uh in trouble with the the homeowners association. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Wayne, we have a strict no deciduous trees policy here.
2: She's what? she's growing shit on his back porch, like she's just growing pot plants out there.
0: Like I like that it's a terrain. Yeah. I like that it's a species of tree. Like yeah, it's she... like a whole family of trees that they've just outlawed.
2: Yeah, it's no they, they didn't do. outlaw like sugar gums. They're like flat leaf deciduous. You can't have it.
1: Why do they outlaw like deciduous, David? Well, I, I I may have the term wrong, but like you're not allowed to have trees that shed, that drop their leaves in the winter. Oh right, yeah, so yeah, you've got it right. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to clean up the leaves. Right, right. They don't. They, cool. well, well, they don't. They don't want bare trees in winter. Oh Ooh, right. Ooh yeah, yeah. Man. Okay. So you know
2: what the you know what the ultimate fuck you tree for poison ivy to plant in that place is? It's a tree called a pin oak, and we have one <laughs> in our front yard. And the leaves are a, approximately the length and kind of a width of, a, of an index finger. Right. Like mm. They're oval shaped leaves. And it probably has close to a million of these on... And we have an old growth tree. It's probably about 300 years old in the front yard. But I would say in a, a full summer of foliage, it's got over a million leaves. And when it puts this shit on the ground, it's everywhere. And no matter how much you rake and bag and mow and whatever, it's just persistent and if you had almost association that was like no deciduous trees just plant one of those and it's just shit and leaves everywhere and then the right. springtime pollen all over the place you drive a black car too bad it's green you got a <laughs> oh. black grill you own a green grill now like your house what color was it it's fucking green
0: Your this tree sounds like the worst neighbor fucking trees uh,
2: it's a beautiful tree though <laughs> it's a gorgeous old growth tree But yeah, it's...
0: We had this tree in in my backyard growing up uh, in Hawaii that we called the penis tree. Did it have dicks on it? Yes, because it had these massive fruit kind of things. They're probably about a foot to two, a foot and a half long, about as big around as a softball or a little bigger. And covered in this like weird... It looked like a ball. Sack. It looked like ball sack skin on the outside, nice. but without the wrinkles. It's always like this weird gray fuzz, and they. I think the tree is a swamp tree, and it's like those are its seeds, and they have to bury themselves into the swamp because those fuckers would come down, and they were so heavy. They weighed like four or five pounds. <laughs> like that's a. It's a lot of weight coming down. One time, I saw one of the garbage men uh, use it to. Simulate a giant penis.
2: Oh, there you go.
0: I feel like I've told this story before.
2: I have never heard that no, story. I haven't heard that either. Okay, and that was the time that Matt knew what a phallus-shaped fruit was.
0: Well, my my family knew it. We knew that it, it was a. We called it the penis tree, and it had these terrible, stinky flowers that were like sort of oh. rubberized. Hey, listeners, if you know the name of this tree.
2: Please that's, email that, it. To that's one great, one for great for you. That's great for you. Yes.
1: <laughs> context. Yes, write into monotonously monotonouslyterrific at amazinglyterrible.com.
2: A- ask for Mike. That's for Mike. He'll answer it with absolutely <laughs> zero context to what we're talking about.
0: All right, let's talk about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's talk so let about me... <laughs> what, what show we're reviewing here.
2: Yeah, let's do that and then let me reload a beer. Um, so we're reviewing Mighty Max. Mighty Max previewed in, I believe, 1992. It was actually originally a UK-based toy and series, and it was the kind of spinoff to get the uh, the young tween boy crowd in on the Polly Pocket line. If, you know, Polly Pocket was this... It was looked like a like a compact or a makeup thing that you would open up, and there'd be a playset inside with little, you know, little female figures that could go do a bunch of things, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever girly type stuff. And then this one was, they didn't look like compacts; they looked like coiled snakes and like zombie heads. But you opened it up, and it was like little micro machines, guys. And there was always like, there was different levels of toys, and there was like some sort of horror dungeon that that mm. Mighty Max would go do. There'd and be so a baggie. Yep. So yeah. the essentially the story it's it was a comic book, a toy, and a TV show.
0: Oh, the tri- I mean classic trifecta. Yeah, it feels it feels a little late for that.
2: Uh, it was ninety two, so yeah, probably at the end. Yeah, end that, of that. Commercialization, it's like they're going back to kinda. the playbook,
0: you know? Yeah.
2: So each one has a little bit different of an origin story. One, like his dad leaves him the hat. In the TV show, he finds. A like a statue of a of a foul, like fowl like F O W L with hieroglyphics on it that gives him the hat, but essentially what happens is he gets the hat with the M on it, mm-hmm. and when he puts to go it on with his, his head, shirt with an M on it. Yep, when he puts it on his head, nothing happens. When he turns it to the side in a, like a half cock, he then becomes the mighty, and the mighty is an individual who has the ability to open and travel through portals in space and time. And then through this, he meets a uh, he meets. Whoa! A kid.
0: Wait, wait! So, it's triggered by his fashion sense. Yeah, it's a, like a magic item that's triggered by his, you know, what? Yep. What stance he's trying to take, essentially.
2: Yeah, well, once once he has the cap on his head, it's capable of projecting the portal that he can he can go through. To the side, so, though,
0: he's got to be wearing it like. Like he's uh, he's cool.
2: So in in the like original comic cool. book toy, yeah, when he moved cool. it to the side, when he tweaked it, then he was able to open the portals. In the cartoon, I don't know if he had to tweak it, but that was a thing. Like if he, he just definitely put it on his wears head it regular to the side, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he goes through these and he meets his team. So you got Virgil, who's a Lemurian, and he's a owl looking a foul. It's evidently a running joke in the show. And then Norman who is a a knight looking barbarian, berserker type character. Yeah.
0: And you said he was played by Bull from uh, Night Court.
2: Yeah, I was going to get it. This show actually has a bunch of kind of B plus list voice actor you know, uh, people who are recognizable in certain roles in it. But anyways, that's kind of the background of the show. So you got these three Max, of course, is the state. You know, he, he lives at home. He's a teenager. And then he's contacted by Virgil. Anytime they want to go somewhere, he opens a portal, they go, and then they, they solve some sort of mystery. Wait, it so was
0: it's not like as, a parallel world or anything. Like, it's all on Earth.
2: From what I under, it, it says that it can open portals in space and time, but mm. I believe from watching one episode, it just goes, you may be able to go forward and backwards in time, but it's on the same area. It's not like he's, zapping through dimensions. Yeah,
1: space is just different places on Earth. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, yeah, so Max is a stay-at-home kid, like 14, 15, or whatever age he's supposed to be. He gets summoned, and they go off on these adventures. The the main bad guy in the show is Skullmaster.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we'll encounter him in it. There were two seasons at 40 episodes, so this was... Listed as episode 16, but this was actually season 2, episode 3. And a little bit of background on it is we're going to meet Skullmaster at the very beginning of the episode. He, in season 1, had been captured and imprisoned, and then this is the first time we see him in season 2. He has now escaped jail, and his actions are going to be motivated by he's trying to reconstitute his army, for for lack of a better term. Like he's trying to get more, more baddies on his side.
0: You know, if you think if you think about it, like, in a way, aren't we all Skullmasters? Like, right now I'm forcing this fucker to, like, move my jaw up and down and um, hold my eyes.
2: Uh, yeah, that was a good joke. That was a <laughs> solid one.
0: <laughs> Believable.
2: So, anyways, the show had some, some great talent. Skullmaster is voiced by Tim Curry, who did a bunch of other voice work. He did, uh, what, Gargoyles? Right, seeing yeah. that one, he was he was in a couple TV shows I at the time. It. Oh yeah. So, no, this is this is what we were talking about before we started the podcast. Is that he is one of those guys who's like he is an A list personality. He has a bunch of live action shit. He's got a bunch of voice acting stuff. Yeah. He was just kind of that the top tier talent. But other guys who were in the show, so Norman the Knight was voiced by Richard Mole, who was he was the bailiff on uh, Night Court, which uh, Bull Bull Shannon. Then you have Max is voiced by Rob Paulson, who was pinky and pinky in the brain. And then if you go to his Wikipedia page, literally throw out any cartoon, any animated movie, any yeah. video game. And he's more than likely been in it. Just a, an A-list, A-list voice actor. You had Virgil. It's I kinda, just
0: lost my I was going to say it's kind of too bad on because like Max's character is so annoying and the voice is not helping.
2: No, not at all.
0: Like as a hero, he's really he's really obnoxious.
2: Yeah, Virgil the the Lemurian was voiced by Tony Jay, who again was in a bunch of shit. His most famous role was uh, Professor Werner in Twins, which was the father mentor figure to Schwarzenegger. Uh huh. He's also been in a bunch of Disney movies and and all kinds of other stuff. Skullmaster's number one baddie warmonger also voiced by rob uh rob polson and then you can just kind of go down the list like it was they brought in the talent to put on the show like at least from a voice acting standpoint.
0: they got old tc on there the Ker master
2: and then lava lord another baddie in the show was voiced by a guy named frank welker
0: oh who, uh, i don't know who that is who could that possibly be
2: fucking scooby-doo
0: Frank Welker, man, he's everything. He's all yeah. every every animal you've ever heard.
2: He was Fred Jones and Scooby Doo since nineteen sixty nine, and then Scooby himself since two thousand two. So, wow. I mean, yeah, like again, high high class voice talent for this show.
0: Frank Welker does every animal. He does really, every, yeah, and not just their voices. Also, he has sex with them.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's aggressive, but like if you're a <laughs> You know, you're a method actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I just, I, I'll, okay. Well, that's how you learn new
1: sounds. Right? (laughs) Oh,
0: Jesus. shit. (laughs) Okay, that, the chair recognizes that joke. Yes.
2: The sub chair approves that joke. Make the final podcast.
0: Do you think that they spontaneously conceived Polly Pocket and uh, Mighty Max? Or do you think one preceded the other?
2: Uh, the way that it seems to read is that uh, Polly Pocket was the first in mm. the series of toys, and then Mighty Max was the spinoff of it.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: So, let's see. Polly Pocket started in 89 to 98, and then was, well, it's 89 to present. Uh, and then <laughs> Mighty Max was 92 to 96, and it was not continued.
0: Ah, so, so it didn't catch on. Are you talking about the toy No, ones? but there was... Yeah.
2: What's that? Yeah. Uh, there was an Adventures of Mighty Max produced by Ocean Software for both Super Nintendo and the Genesis, which I'm actually—I have an emulator. I may go see if I can find that. This seems like, see like a Genesis game,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> it feels like, yeah, a shadow. It really feels like there's two teams trying to create this property. One of them's really stupid. Yet the other <laughs> one's really talented. Hmm. <laughs> oh, could interesting. Be. Like like see. the dialogue writers and the uh, voice actors seem to be having a lot of fun with what they can do, but they're like trapped in this framework of a magic baseball cap right. and selling toys. Yeah, it's it, watching. It's
2: let me go get another beer, and then we'll get into the, the episode because I get a wow. couple thoughts on. Uh, I I seem to remember watching this as a kid, and and the only reason that I seem to remember watching it is I definitely recognize Virgil. Like, mm. I was like, when he came onto the screen, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember
0: him. Yeah, so what are you drinking tonight? I have some whiskey. It's quite good. Redwood Empire.
2: I'm glad it's quite good. Like, I'd be a bit concerned if you're like, I got some whiskey. It's garbage. It's rot, gut, and terrible. I'm just <laughs> drinking it because. Yeah, because be like, it's the only thing yeah. I've got.
0: No, it's good. I like I like a good whiskey. I don't like a bad whiskey, you know? No. Controversial Same opinion. Cheese.
2: Right? Like, how could you say something so controversial yet brave? I know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got a laser brain double dry hopped double IPA by Goose oh. Island Brewing Company. Uh, oh,
0: yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, Brewed on the back of a goose. Yeah.
2: Or in Chicago. You know, no big deal. I am drinking Viking blood.
1: <laughs> yes. That shit is the bomb. Yeah. The
2: fucking mead. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because it. Uh, this tel- heavy-ass stone bottle?
2: Yeah. Wow. Dude. Yeah. Cafe Mox in Seattle, which was my favorite gaming cafe, which was attached to a game store. I used to go there and play mm. Magic and other forms of fucking nerdery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd, every once in a while I get Vikings blood. That stuff is good shit.
1: 100%. Nice.
2: That stuff's awesome. I mean, it just feels right. Like, I'm throwing around a hand of Magic. Like, Yeah, sometimes I want, like, a beer. Sometimes I want an espresso. But I really want
0: mead. I am and a I double honestly, sided axe. I n-
1: have never liked mead. Well, this isn't even really mead because this is like 40 proof. So that's like the brandy equivalent of mead. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Wow. All right. Let's get into Mighty Max. Let's get up on this, Max.
2: So we, we talked about it. Skullmaster had been imprisoned in season one. This is episode three of season two. We've got a very 90s. This show screams 90s. It's got, like, the end of <laughs> yeah. hair metal. The opening scene actually has turquoise and purple on the, the portal that he goes through, which was, like, the colors to wear on yeah. everything in the 90s. Got this opening montage. We got it Skull got It's master. got a little bit of that
0: 90s edginess, you know? They're really trying yeah. hard for it to be it to be a little, like, dark and gray.
2: At one, one point, uh, which I, I got a plane in the background right now, and I had no idea... Dude, fucking the night guy kills some tyranids from Warhammer 40K. Yes. yes <laughs> like <he> absolutely, <laughs> like totally freaking like total IP stealing. I was like, what the fuck?
0: Anyway, we we, we open on him giving a speech.
2: Yeah. So he sh- he shows up to like nondescript island with nondescript island folks. Fun fact, those trees in the opening thing are called stone pines. <laughs> uh, <the> stone pi- <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me make sure I fact check this really quick. I was doing some, some Reddit surfing, so it's not really research. But when Mount Vesuvius, yeah, they're called stone pines. When Mount Vesuvius erupted, the, uh, one of the guys who chronicled the whole thing, I don't remember who it was, said that the ash cloud looked like a stone pine. And then once it hit the point, and that's where it went up straight up into the atmosphere, and then it leveled off on the top. And then once it leveled off on the top, then that precipitated the collapse, which wiped out Vesuvius and then all the other, or uh, Pompeii and the other towns around it. And when I was reading that, I was like, what the fuck is a stone pine? Those are stone pines.
0: All right. You know. Good to know.
2: <laughs> so I just got really excited. Useless just, to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned this fact like seriously two days ago, and then in this episode they have stone pines, which are generally found in like Madagascar, uh-huh. not Polynesian, South Pacific. But they hey, look whatever.
0: they look like every they look like every shot of on a poster with a, in a sunset of a tree. Oh, know? dude, they have
2: in they Africa. have all the stuff going on. They've got stone pines. They've got teepees. They've got south american brazilian attire Mm -hmm. and then we find out later on they're polynesians
0: and they've got incredibly fit village and then the one kind of portly guy
2: all right well anyways Skullmaster shows up he's like hey immortality god be awesome drink the dragon's blood but you have to uh, serve me yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah the guy who doesn't go to crossfit is the first dude to drink then all of his CrossFit buddies show up. They yeah, all start yeah. <laughs> collapsing and going. Yeah. Then he, the second guy drops the cup. skullmasters like, why aren't you drinking? He goes to guy three, tries to date rape him and pour it in his throat.
0: I mean, the thing guy is Guy three that-
2: in the middle of drinking sees that his buddies are turning into dragons, only drinks a little crucial to the plot, and then takes the fuck off.
0: Now, here's, I mean, here's the thing, though, like. The, he sees everyone else drink and then just collapse, choking. Like, why would yeah. you? Like, like yeah. the turning into dragons seems secondary to just dying. It seems like not good to drink.
2: No. Not really sure who the guy he sends after him is. Goalmaster, I talked about his, his, I don't know if this is Lava Lord or the other dude. Is this like anyway. War
1: Chief or something? If it's
2: War Chief, it is the same guy who voices Mighty Max. Okay. So okay It's Lava Lord It's the dude Who voices every animal ever Anyways uh, Frank Wel- uh, It's definitely
0: I don't think it's Frank Welker Maybe Chases
2: homeboy To the edge of like A thousand foot cliff uh, Yeah Cause he falls For quite some time And then yeah. uh,
0: go- Goblin man's
2: like Fuck I failed
0: I kinda had a moment When he was fa- When he jumped off the cliff And he's falling And like The synth music Came in And I was kinda like oh, Man what if he just Kept falling forever I mean, it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, then I, I was Q, digging very... it. I would have been okay with
2: another 10 minutes of that. Yeah. Cue modern America, I guess. Very mm. 90s. Dude rolls up on his bike. He's like, hey, Mighty Max, let's roll. Mighty Max jumps down into the foyer of Indiana Jones' house. Like, don't know what that, that's all about. Like, does yeah. he bring all this shit home? There's all kinds of ancient world artifacts everywhere. Yeah. His Sony Walkman, after playing some hair-ish metal, swaps over to Virgil, and Virgil's like, hey, we got some shit you got to do, There's some jokes, whatever. They're terrible.
0: Max is, I don't hate him yet when I first started watching this, but I I hate him eventually. Um, he He says unfunny things in an annoying way, complains about everything. Anyways.
2: So he goes to the park behind a port john and opens a portal to this island that all this bullshit went down on, or Mm -hmm. somewhere close to it, not the actual island. And then they're like, hey, let's go find the circus. And evidently, it's the late 1800s where we just take indigenous personnel, we put them in cages, and then uh, we show them off. Yep. Because they go look in the circus, and it's, I mean, his name is very, very close to the whole, like, Hawaiian... Very Christmas song, like
0: yeah, yeah Meli whatever
2: it is, Mala whatever the fuck, Meli like, Maka
0: is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day.
2: Yeah, like seriously, that's his fucking name. Yeah, and he's half lizard, half man. I, you know, it's the beginning of the song. Trogdor, once there was a man, oh, there was a dragon man. Like we're there. Yeah, like, he is not full yeah. dragon. He is not Trogdor.
0: I mean, his whole depiction is pretty uh, reprehensible.
2: I told you, it's all the cultures and none of the cultures simultaneously.
1: <laughs> it's like in Voyager, where they just hired a guy that, like, said he was Native American and just made shit up. Uh, I much. doubt. I doubt this
0: show hired a guy. They wouldn't spend <laughs> money on that. So they they bust him out of
1: prison, and they're attacked by strongmen. Then the, the yeah the circus master releases the tigers at them.
0: How fucking insecure is Mighty Max that he has, like, a giant M on his shirt as well as on his hat? Do you think he's got his name written,
1: like, on his underwear? It's his special red hat. He's going to make America mighty again.
2: (laughs) I mean, we we literally watched another show where one of the protagonists wrote his name in lipstick on the side of his helmet. Yes. So, anyways... A completely useless chase ensues, and so Virgil's like, "Hey, right here, open the portal. We're gonna go to the island of the the Polynesians or whatever they called." Mm-hmm. Anyways, they come out of the portal and they're in the South
0: Pacific. We're gonna go to stereo- stereotype our, uh, island. Yeah, yeah.
2: And so this is when they realize that the island itself has moved because the calculations are correct. The portals don't move, but the island is is somehow. Not in the way, not in the place that it's supposed to be, it's the ice it's is
1: a... moved. this was never dry land, Global warming's a hoax. it's fake news <laughs> Wow, so they <laughs> um, but they this showed up a... in water world. This is the
0: beginning of one of a m- several odd transitions overall, where you're like it only works because we we're the camera, you know, like. It doesn't make sense if the human is in the environment and can see around themselves. No, Uh, because
2: they're eight feet from the fucking shoreline. Yeah,
0: (laughs) they just walk out of the water.
2: Like, let's swim. Like, it's not like they look around and everybody thinks that there's no fucking island there and then they're like, oh, hey. So I guess that was supposed to be like funny.
0: But Um, anyways, I don't know. I mean, we get
2: we get a bunch of lizard dudes. They rush the beach. Our heroes throw them and stuff.
0: Yeah, they have kind they of a, z- a zany fight scene here with Bull. Sorry, Mister Shannon. Yeah, where he ends up like basically like pitching them into the ocean.
2: Well, I mean, they're they're poor fucking islanders who got turned into lizards. They don't know how to fight. <laughs> this guy literally has a metal arm. And so he just like. Oh, chucks that's, them that's
1: around. not armor. That's, it's, it's, it's cybernetics. You think it's cybernetics? I have no idea. Mm. But,
2: but I mean, they, they're. It depends lizards. on whether or
0: not it was drawn by Mark Silvestri or not. So they,
2: tre- they trek through the desert, uh, or excuse me, the jungle. They then get up to the edge of a mountain. They find Mighty Max's head is a boulder on the side of the path. Yeah, they're that's. Crawling up. That's never really explained. They come at into all. the. No, they're just like, weird. And they keep going. Like I feel like if I was a member of a party and we're adventuring, mm-hmm. and my head <laughs> was a forty to sixty foot diameter boulder on the side of the path, I'd be like, I don't remember being three D scanned for this, right? Or like, at the least, fuck is going on.
0: At least me and David would be like, hey, you know, we could go read the inscription. Like, there's a plaque. Like, let's just read it, all right, yeah. and and figure it out.
2: So in another like completely and totally 90 degree turn they're walking Suddenly. up a mountain. It looks like a mountain. It has boulders on it with people's heads. It's a dragon.
0: Yeah, and they end up on the on the dragon's nose.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Which when they animate this dragon later, this dragon's enormous. Like yeah, so it's that's massive. not like they climbed up like a 100 foot hill. This is like a 4 to 500 foot elevation change.
0: Yeah, it, so it the, wakes up. Yeah, the the dragon is very very robust.
2: in In the grand scheme of things, in this show that I liked or disliked, one of the things that I did enjoy was the fact that they showed the dragon being huge. I like. like that I thought too. that was cool. You know, because yeah. usually they're like, "I have a mighty dragon, and it's the size of like a house," which is like, yeah, that's big, that's formidable, but like, yeah, this is a fuck you. Yeah, it's the size of. An an enormous building.
0: Yeah, like David fucking owned a house, you know? That's like achievable, right? David (laughs) got
2: rid of a house to live in a secret lair.
0: Yeah. David fucking moved past this shit. But this
1: is a dragon that can't be owned. Damn, this condo costs twice as much as my house did.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, dude, you have to literally drive through a retention pond to get there. That's a fucking feature. (laughs) Not a setback. You think so? So, anyways, they all escape, and for the second time this episode, they huck themselves off a cliff, which yeah, yeah. becomes a trend.
0: Like falling off, falling off cliffs is like the way they solve problems in this show.
2: Was this a was this a problem solving technique in the '90s
0: in cartoons? Like, was this yeah, everybody, thing? everybody saw the end of uh, um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and they're like, "That's it! It just done just bombed
2: off cliffs."
1: Yeah, yeah I, my whole career is now based on this. That's just cartoons. Flying off a cliff into the river—it's the safest thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: because there's not rocks and shit in there. There's... No, you get a f- you get a fun ride down the river. It happens in every every cartoon.
2: Max and Virgil bail,
0: but uh, Bull fucking Mr. Gap Shannon bull.
2: he doesn't. The half-transformed villager also doesn't. They then get everybody gets brought before Skullmaster at this point in time. And everything seems to be lost.
0: Yeah. And Skullmaster this is the first time they really showed this. Skullmaster is again big. Like really
1: big. Like, he's like twenty feet tall.
0: Yeah. Well he, he was big in the opening
2: in the opening scene. Like the villagers came up to his waist.
1: Yeah, and
0: I mean he he's he's like a space marine from forty K. Like he's yeah. eight to ten feet tall at least.
2: So they give Hawaiian Christmas more of the dragon blood.
0: Do you know that the state's fish is the homo nuku nuku apua?
2: I did know that. Homo You'd ask me if you asked me to,
0: uh, I have
2: Sorry. pictures of those snorkeling in Hawaii in twenty fourteen. It's kind of an ugly fish to mm. be honest. They're not very big. Like yeah. when when I first read about them or heard about them when we were out there i figured they would be like you know 12 14 inches long like a substantial fish like i didn't Mm -hmm. think they'd be massive i also didn't think they'd be little they're only about six inches long
0: really because i i I always picture them like the size of a parrotfish
1: which is pretty big no they're smaller Mm -hmm. than that yeah yeah you know all the sand in the world is basically uh parrotfish droppings
0: yeah man that's why anakin hates it so much he's like Ah, uh, it's fish shit. It's fish shit all over me. Ah. <laughs> I would pay a lot of money for him to just do that. In, Who's that? In, in, episode, in episode three. He's just like, ah, it's fish shit. It's, there's fish shit on me.
2: So I, I, I pulled it up. The longest that the, however you say that is, otherwise known as the reef triggerfish, is only 10 inches long. Like it's not a, it's not a big, I mean, it, it's a substantial fish. It's not yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed like a little I, itty bitty guy.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be disappointed if I caught a ten inch fish. That's right. a pretty good fish.
2: All right, so back to the episode. Skullmaster tries to get Max to drink the stuff, and Virgil's like, "Oh, hey, you don't turn into a lizard guy if you're not evil," insinuating that the other villagers. Well, no, I said, "You said you have it. we evil.
1: You have to drink it willingly, or it doesn't work." Is what he's saying.
0: Is that what he's saying, or is he saying
1: like? Oh,
2: is that what he said? I thought he said like, yeah, it, like if you didn't have the right heart, you, you have to accept yeah. evil for it to co- corrupt you. Oh, gotcha. Anyways, fight scene ensues.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the everybody you runs. Evil inside you, basically. Well, how does evil get inside you? Um you have a certain number of holes. What's? Tell me the number. I don't know. Anyways,
2: they get up to a cliff again. And they see a catamaran yeah. or a trimaran. Yeah, and this and time instead they climb down. jumping. They climb down. Huge fail because then the catamaran blows up.
0: Yeah. The dragon flam- flame wrecks it.
2: The dragon is like the goddamn Death Star in episode four. Just yeah. complete smokes it. The dragon is jacked as shit, by
0: the and way. And Skullmaster is like, fucking this- like <laughs> sitting on top of its head. Like, not even sitting, standing, you know, a hero stance on top of its head.
2: He's, like, the third of the area of its eyeball. And Skullmaster, like you said, is, like, a 40K space marine. Like, he's a big motherfucker. Anyways, Virgil's, like, you know, Mighty Max is, like, let's get out of here using my portals and my sideways baseball cap. Virgil's, like, the island's moving. I can't do math. And he's, like, but yes, you can. He draws three triangles in the sand and goes, oh, there's a portal over there, but we got to stall. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> then, yeah. an aircraft carrier lands on the beach right in front of them, and everybody's scared. Skullmaster is like, right, he's
0: he's gloating. Yeah,
2: a bunch of super unequipped Polynesian islanders are gonna do something.
0: Yeah, they kind of like there. show up. I don't even know when that happened. They're kind of like, they're like, oh yeah, we're kind of with them, sort of. It was it was when they
2: busted them out of the prison camp. Okay, like they, yeah. it showed it showed a bunch of them in the cages, and then when they, you know,
1: when they got into that fight, we don't keep Im- immigrants in cages. There are no cages. Yeah, yeah. We love immigrants We're the least racist people. Right.
0: This does feel like the the overall story feels very colonialism.
1: The people on oh, this yeah. island they're having a tough problem with the dragons, not with climate <laughs> change. That's that's a hoax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they it's have not a problem like with the dragon, line. and that's why we're going to throw paper towels at them. <laughs> that's the. That, it's not like their coastline is shrinking or anything.
2: So, anyways, our boy Mighty Max is like, "All right, hey, schoolmaster, listen, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna trade my hat with you," in yeah. what seems to be a very predictable ruse because they're waiting for the island to move, and there, there's a bunch of monologuing and all kinds of other nonsense. And then just as Skullmaster steps off the dragon to the take hat it. The, his precious into, fashion
0: accessory erupts into
2: light, the portal opens, the the night dude throws a walnut in the nose of the fucking dragon.
0: It's a boulder. They I jump don't, through. I don't know how they get the boulder on the beach, but it's a walnut. Uh, they jump through,
2: and the thing that I noticed immediately thereafter is they end up in a desert, and they got all these Polynesian <laughs> islanders. It seems who are like with the Sahara,
0: kind yeah, kind of.
2: And it's just like, like I get it, like you saved them, but now you got all these people in an environment that they're totally not used to, and they're fucked. Well,
0: it's also like three dudes, in a dragon booger fu- out yeah. To, uh, yeah, it's, too. Yeah, it's three dudes in a fucked up lizard man. Like they don't fix Hikimaka's problem at all. He's still like a half lizard creature.
2: If you noticed from essentially the prison camp on, I don't know if it was because they just didn't want to draw more people or animate more characters. They got like less and less and less guys. Right, right. Yeah. Like yeah. in the cages that now maybe we can assume a bunch of them were killed or knocked
1: off by the they baddies decal- or whatever. There's they like a whole population, population there, there and, and they saved three people. Yeah. Yeah. All of them dudes. Yeah,
2: and there's some sort of fucking moral here. Yeah, Bitey Max is like, oh, I'm the Hawaiian bird for Christmas.
0: Uh, And that's how the
2: episode ends. And then there's a moral fucking thing about a Komodo dragon, the end. That was the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, (laughs) like
0: seriously. Komodo dragons are cool. Overall, this felt so flat you know like i wanted to care about it. it it they were like trying hard to make the stakes real actually you know like i felt like they were trying to make the art look cool and dark and yeah. it just felt really flat everything felt like kind of we were along for the ride it it was
2: it was not good it was also not bad it just was, you know, I can I can hundred percent see, because I again I had mentioned it. I remember Virgil very clearly. So mm. in '92 I would have been
0: nine, right? And if I had okay. watched
2: this show, I would have thought this show was cool. You know, you got a
0: kid who's nine year old me would have been into this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would have thought it's
2: portals. Possible. They got they got this owl creature, the Lemurian, who can like see into the future or like see problems that are going on. We got a big, muscly knight dude. We're like the, saving people. The, We're doing the little cool white shit.
0: kid is the most important human to ever exists. Well, I was a little white kid, so yeah, yeah it would have been very be. appealing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been all about it, and I probably would have liked it. I was probably stupid enough that if I saw it, I would have liked it.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) I get it, but nowadays, yeah, we're so
0: sophisticated now. What with our phone (laughs) phoneernet, yeah, I don't know.
2: It was like watching this one. I was like, like when you guys were like, "Hey, let's do this," and I was like, "Ah, I just don't really feel like it. But then I was like, this is about as easy of a one as we can get. It's just this is really black and white. Like it goes down smooth. Some of this is good. Yeah, it. None of it makes me go, Ugh. and none of it makes me go, I really like that. It just makes me go, eh, okay, yeah, I get it.
0: I don't know. I've grown to hate Max. He's got 90s pants. He's got a real 90s toot. He's terribly written. <laughs> he has an M on his shirt and on his hat. I mean, do you write your daughter's name on both her shirt and her hat? No, no, I don't. You know why? Because those things go by in a flash. Like it, she's growing through them so fast. That's true. I was I was going to make
2: a joke, and then you're like, "Yeah, no," because last week she was in this size yeah. clothes, and then this week
0: they're all like, "That was a waste of money." And you're just, "Yeah, God you threw that money. You might as well just put that money in the garbage disposal." Yeah, just live in diapers. Yeah, or
2: like pull-ups. Like just, just lit. Just be feral until you're <laughs> yeah. like four.
0: Be like we a can t- afford a l- jeans. A little poop creature just running amok in my
1: house. It's having a having a kid's weird, man. It's just like kids are weird. I, I did come up with some new questions. Oh oh we All got, right. ask, we got questions. Away. Yeah, question us. I, I like I like questions. So which character from the series should get a spin off? Ooh. Mm. Oh, easily the night dude. I mean, he seems like the
0: obvious choice, but I want to see Virgil. Would it be a prequel? You know,
2: uh, I kind of sort of modify my it, answer. Is it what he did Matt? to become like, the Guardian
1: I, or what he does like after he leaves Max? Yeah, yeah. Post-Guardian I, I, head. I,
2: I would like to know how he and Virgil teamed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. like Because they they very clearly have a professional relationship, franchise, whatever you want to say going on that they decide that they're going to bring in a 15-year-old boy.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Are he supposed to be 15? Well, or, I mean he's supposed when, to be a teenager.
0: When the spark dies, you know, like you got to spice it up somehow. Like at
2: what, at what at what point do you go from being like the clairvoyant Merlin
0: <laughs> and the Wait, badass the, Conan. The point where you're like, I'm going to quit fucking this owl and start introducing children into their relationship. Right? Like, <laughs> hey,
2: you, you know you know what this combat-oriented fucking crew needs? An American teenager. <laughs> we need more like, dead weight. <laughs> like, where, where do we get that? Hey, man, Wh- Amer- why American couldn't...
0: teenagers is what all of our armies are built out of.
2: Like, hey... Why couldn't, why couldn't the guardian wear the baseball cap? Oh yeah, you know, I'm sure it has an armor rating just yeah. like anything else in fucking Skyrim. He would have <laughs> just had to fucking plus up his chest armor to compensate for that,
0: and he would have been fine. Yeah, he could have just taken the, the the M shirt as well, and then they work right. You just need the M <laughs> shirt and the M hat, and then, and then the
2: first the first motherfucker through the portal is the assault fucking element. And not a
1: child. He has yeah. to go to a judge and have his name legally changed to Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: He has to get Funny, le-
0: legally adopted by Max's parents, and then he can become. It's just years of him, like, oh toady, toadying up to the parents.
2: Oh, yes. I have oh, so much man. respect for you, Mr. Max. My I'm shoulders so- are 70 inches
1: across. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I like it. I like it. It's like a prequel to The Matrix, where it's, where it's Morpheus going around trying to find the one, right? Okay, there you go.
2: In like a Walmart.
1: Um, <laughs> Walmart, great.
2: <laughs> oh God. Anyways, what's the next?
0: What's the next dumpster fire that we're going to just talk what, shit? Yeah, about? Yeah. What's our What's our next question there? W- Derek? Would you let your kids watch this? Uh, hmm. hmm. I don't have. Any on the surface objections to it? It's just trash TV. I I don't know the the rampant colonialism, the uh, white man's burden storyline. I mean, the exceptionalism. I there's a lot of not good things to play into here. Also, I think it would be a little scary for her because she's starting to like react to intense scenes on TV and. I don't think she'd like. Some
1: of yeah, they did go a bit harder in this, and it's normal for most uh, children's shows. Yeah, it, it's darker. Yeah, yeah. When the guy's running away, he says, "Slay him."
2: So to be fair, the yeah. the series was marketed. Yeah, as an action horror show. You know, wow. I have a nine month old. Would she watch this? Absolutely. She watches me play Elden Ring.
0: Yeah, she yeah. would watch any uh, any motion right yeah no but like does it emit bright lights i I will look at it
2: would i say don't watch this because it's crappy
0: yeah that'd just kind of be my vote
1: okay sounds like you wouldn't introduce them to it but if they did watch it you'd just be silently disappointed yeah like i like always
0: i would be except loud i'm loudly disappointed yeah (laughs) yeah i'd be like what the fuck are you watching you damn kids
2: no, it's funny. Like we get into the segment of like, would you let your kids watch it? And there are some shows that you go, "Oh God, yeah, no, that's bad." This one's not one of them. It was. It's just a type thing. It it felt like a medium. Yeah, and that. But that's, it, but I think at, Derek at the beginning ha- of
0: the David. Sorry, I think David has a point. Like they were trying. I feel like no, some of the
2: people <laughs> were trying. They tried to make this an action horror precisely for who it was marketed to the 8 to 12 year old tween boy who wanted some sort of action horror you know something in the early 90s and so i thought it was it was well done in that regards but has it aged well no um but it has it aged poorly also no like it's just it was okay
0: yeah there's there's a timeless racism to it you know <laughs>
2: I wasn't bringing in the racism. <laughs> Jesus. And that's episode
1: title. My name title. is
0: Matt and I love racism. I don't love it. I just see it. A timeless racism. I love
2: seeing racism. My name is...
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I found that pretty, like, overall kind of gross and insulting. I felt like, it, you know, like, it's a colonial parable. Wow. Uh, and, and relocation of natives, Native peoples. Like uh, it, there's a lot that I don't know. There's a lot of undertones here that really
1: turn off my uh, my over analytical side. You only read the card you'd like three of them. Like most of the people are back there, still like at the mercy of dead. Skull right? They're Master. they're literally dead. So <laughs> yeah. we
2: we murdered. <laughs> wow, I feel like we're they're breeding there. stock for I, the I, lizard people I, now. I, I do, I do understand this is humor, but this is a reach.
0: Do you think that the lizard people ate them? Or like transform them uh, all into do lizards. They, I do I think they they forcefully transform them into lizards. Why didn't he just do that from the beginning? Like he's been like, ah, I'm just making do with like three lizards right now when I could have had all the lizards. It doesn't seem like the dragon's blood was like a very limited resource. Episode three? You think like episode four, he's like, Ah, I got like five lizards. It might be limited in how much you can take before you piss off the dragon. I mean, that much blood—the oh, dragon of that size—that's yeah. oh, just yeah, the, what he. That's the blood he gets from flossing, you know. <laughs> Ooh, good, good point. <laughs> yeah, because he has
1: dragon gingivitis. I like it. Well, I don't. Well, who cares what you don't like? I do. <laughs> Voting. Should we keep this on the list? Uh, should we keep this on the list? No,
2: I'm I just with, I, I, I'm I think with you. I, I I think all the episodes are just going to be like this. Like it's, yeah, I agree with you. Are honestly, am I going to enjoy some of them? Because I do remember at least from seeing Virgil watching the show. Yeah, I'm probably going to like some of them. They they have the same things that I like as an adult, like a little bit of action, adventure, some horror, like some night dude. Whatever, like very,
0: very big dragons.
2: Yeah, enormous dragons. But at the end of the day, was this a good show? No. Was it a terrible show? No. Was it worth revisiting?
1: Absolutely not.
0: David, tell us we're wrong.
1: What was your vote, Matt?
0: Uh, I am also, uh, let's get rid of
1: it. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of on the fence, so.
0: Tell, tell me your reasoning tell me tell the tell me the pros yeah give give us it. give us why yeah tell, me, tell me why
1: you love it I said I'm on the fence no 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 you love it I'm considering whether or not we should make Adam or possibly Mike watch this or you mean to like... another episodes gonna be substantially different
2: to like punish them because don't like I don't, I don't, don't think like it them. will. I think it's I think it's going to be the same thing, and it's probably to market toys. Like I guarantee you, that was the the Island Paradise volcano toy. Mm.
1: Like that's the that's dragon, that the dragon's was. blood yep. playset.
2: You open the dragon's head, and it's similar to that
1: episode. Oh, mm. That would be an awesome yeah. toy. Just this big chalice. Mm-hmm. And some, yeah, yeah. And some red, oh no! And some like red that would food be fucking, and... <laughs> That'd yeah. be
2: totally titties. I would have that sitting on my desk right now, yeah. like, in display.
0: You could like but... it would it would put like co- red Kool Aid in it, and you could drink the
1: blood with electrolytes. Ooh, yeah. This does it seem like it'd be good? more of an '80s toy than a '90s toy, though. <laughs> it does. It feels like a throwback
0: in that way.
2: Well, it's again. It's it's the it's the brother, not the sister. Uh, you know product to Poly Pocket. Poly mm-hmm. Pocket was huge. Like my sisters had those and they liked those. Like they got those for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. They're like I want a new Poly Pocket toy. And that's what they picked out to go to Toys R Us or Walmart or whatever we were going to and they'd go into the toy aisle and they'd pick out the one that they want and they'd play with it for months on end, you know? Like that was a big thing. Um hmm. so this was trying to tap into the same the same market.
0: Yeah, this is like a Polynesian pocket. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right, David, what's the uh, next I got there, everybody. <laughs> I
2: got there. <laughs> because we're going in that direction, and I got a dog that needs to go outside. Uh, what
1: are we doing next? Okay, so redemption. Redemption. Uh... What do oh, you no. want to change on the list, Derek?
2: All right. Let's dump the 2003 version of Strawberry
0: Shortcake. Ooh. Oh, my God. What what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, fucking get rid of that. I need to know what happens to huckle,
1: Huckleberry Hog or whatever his name is. <laughs> no, you do not. I need to know. We already got rid of the other Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, yeah, dump that Yeah, one. well, it was garbage. <laughs>
2: fucking Burn. No, I I need to know what, yeah. what nope. other... Nope, it's my redemption. What other countries
0: have fruit people in them? <laughs> Burn it, David. All right, hold on. I can
1: let the dogs out. <sighs> I need to, I need to right see M- uh, Molly Mango. I'm sure other shows have fruit people. <laughs> <laughs> no! How
2: intolerant of you, Matthew.
1: All right, let's move on to the next time. Reverse retcon. The thing I'm still not happy about the name of. We
2: want cartoons
1: 26 hours a day.
0: <laughs> I like the I like reverse retcon. It means like actual con.
1: All right. What is index 564?
0: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Spider Man 1981. I should have bailed on it. it. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Oh, Oh man. Well, look look at the bright side. It'll give us an opportunity to vote
1: it off. We didn't vote it off last time. Wait, what was the index?
2: But it's literally 564, which is Spider-Man
0: 1981. No, that's 567. We just got Speed
1: Racer. No, Spider-Man 1981. You may not have the updated list. Oh, I don't have the Oh end. no. Ooh. Oh. Because when we move things from the list, like how we voted off this episode, and oh, Derek moved something else, you're mm-hmm. the one
0: who fucked us. Um, you know sorry.
1: the you know the phrase uh,
0: "dodged a bullet." This is stepped into a bullet. Well, just give it to
2: Adam, and then we can all yeah. Just get and then we just go home. <laughs> and then he just what? Like, he's not eligible. Whatever. Adam's not here. <laughs> no. Oh. Fucking God damn it! no.
0: Let's see. Does Matt ha- Oh, Matt doesn't have anything in the list. If I have to review another Spider-Man...
2: <laughs> if I have to review Spider-Man, it's going to go like this. Episode open. Spider-Man, this show sucks. Yep, we I'm- don't need to suck a duck. The end. Spider-Man.
1: I- I'm sorry, Matt. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I was vi- bitten by a radioactive podcast, and now I have to forever make <laughs> Listen, podcasts.
2: Adam, this is stupid. Why did you nominate a bunch of Spider-Mans?
0: Any Ugh. idea what episode you'd like to pick? You know, I feel, like, I feel like as soon as we eliminate all the Spider-Mans, there will just be another fresh crop of Spider-Mans. You
2: know what? Actually, can I give a suggestion here? Why don't we do Spider-Man 1981, episode one? Let's see how they open the uh, series.
0: Okay, all right. I'm debating. All right, you you could you could sell me on this. You could sell me on it because oh, what, we can, it's see, not gonna we be can good. We can watch his origin story about. Oh, thank God! Uh, we can watch Uncle his B- origin. <laughs> yeah, we can watch his origin story. But, but, fucking again.
2: Well, yes, true, <laughs> but we can also see how they fucked it away. Uh, like I think if we watch that, I I don't know it. it I'm spitballing here I don't know I've had like five beers Mm. let me do a little research let me do a little
0: research I like Derek's idea but I'll get back to you with uh, my final ruling
1: alright well that's it for our Halloween episode (laughs) that was oh my god you poor listeners (laughs) oh my god I hope that I can catch up with the schedule by then. Yes, we have a release schedule. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good man, David. We have a very planned out plan that we're not following.
0: You're a a good man, David, to try to spin (laughs) this garbage into slightly less garbage. (laughs) I turned garbage into rubbish. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. No. That's...
2: And sometimes you turn rubbish into what's the next one? Refuse. <laughs> and then sometimes refuse into like slightly discarded.
0: And then mm, sometimes really discarded into. Like glass. Into the glass. <laughs> lo- lovingly used. Mm-hmm. Glass and plastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Paper. Glass
2: and plastic.
0: Use print. composts. For Amazingly Terrible, I've been not at them.
1: And for Amazingly Terrible, (laughs) I've been Derek. See you guys next week. For Amazingly Terrible, I've been not Mike. You've been trying. You've been putting in an effort.
0: I mean, Mike's doing good.
1: He's doing really good. He's doing better. Let's go. Amazingly Terrible is produced by David and Adam. Music by Josh Woodward. Send your email to terrific at terrible.com.
0: I had Christmas in Hawaii. Oh, was I there it, for Christmas? It was pretty cool. Christmas in Hawaii is fun.
1: I think once I was. I think I went twice. Whoa. Wow. I was I wasn't there long enough to learn the uh, state fish I was just there to boogie board and eat shave ice yeah buddy that's
0: that's what it's all about um, neat nobody boogie boards in other places boogie boarding is is not I don't see it I see wakeboarding occasionally we boogie boarded as kids you don't want to like in New England. Start children on Quite surfing. No, yeah. I
1: mean, I boogie boarded. I was a big boogie boarder. I mean, boarder.
2: yeah, you can start children on surfing. It's
1: not like math, it's surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant like boogie boarding is an easier place to start.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Also, a lot less expensive because the boogie board costs like $25. Yes. It's
1: basically styrofoam that's been spray painted orange. <laughs> Are oh, you just getting those like those boards that you have at the public pools?
0: Yeah, yeah, the kickboards. <laughs> yeah. Where, where you're like, Oh yeah, kick it and I'll hold onto the board. And you're like, This fucker's not holding me up. This is this is doing nothing for me. It's like holding on to an egg carton.